You're listening to the Quince podcast. In a space of 24 hours, Punjab was shook by two attempted and alleged cases of sacrilege. followed by lynchings on 18th and 19th December in Amritsar and Kapurthala districts respectively in the case in Amritsar there is cctv footage showing a man jumping the railing of the sanctum sanctorum at the golden temple and grabbing the siri sahib the sacred sword and was then a split second later tackled by the sevadars and was seen being dragged out and with these cases sacrilege has returned to the center stage in punjab politics with condemnations pouring in from politicians across the spectrum from the congress and bjp to the sad and up all described the quote unquote heinous act to attempt sacrilege and that it can be part of a larger conspiracy the punjab government has also constituted a special investigation team to investigate these two cases however while the act of sacrilege is a terrible and a serious crime none of these politicians from any party condemned the lynchings which followed these sacrilege attempts at the hands of the public With assembly elections now around the corner, what explains the politicians' uproar over sacrilege, but not what followed it? In today's episode, we will look at the political reactions to these cases, the track records of the SIT probes, and how will this impact the upcoming polls. Joining me today to discuss this is Aditya Menon, the Queen's political editor, and Arish Chabra, a senior journalist and professor at the Bennett University. Get tuned in to the big story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you. And I'm your host, Emmat. Before we dive into the political reactions, let's first understand the timeline of these two cases, starting with the one at the Golden Temple. According to a statement by Punjab Deputy Chief Minister Sukhjinder Singh Randhawa, the accused had entered the Golden Temple at around 11:40 a.m. on 18 December. and slept outside the Alka Takht Sahib during his stay inside the premises in what appears to be a cctv footage of the incident which occurred at 5:50 pm the man could be seen approaching the railing of the sanctum sanctorum where the guru granth sahib is kept jumping it and then grabbing the siri sahib the sacred sword almost immediately he was apprehended by the sevadars and in the video you could see people raining down blows on him Then according to a report in the wire he was taken to a room in the golden temple where he was questioned and possibly beaten more and then was moved to the headquarters of the Shirumani Gurudwara Prabandhak Committee here according to the report the accused was quote unquote questioned further while a mob congregated outside the headquarters demanding that the man be handed over to them at this point the SGPC staff placed his dead body outside Now moving to the case in Kapurthala where an unidentified man was killed in Nizampur village for an alleged sacrilege attempt at a local gurudwara according to a report in the Indian Express locals have claimed that this man was a migrant worker from Bihar however the police have said that there was no proof of any sacrilege at the gurudwara and that when they checked the premises everything was untouched here is her kamal preet singh kak the ssp of kapurthala on what exactly transpired and why it is looking more like an incidence of theft and not sacrilege ਜੋ ਅਸੀਂ ਹੁਣ ਤੱਕ ਪਤਾ ਕੀਤਾ ਹੈ 4 ਵਜੇ ਇਹ ਬੰਦਾ ਉੱਠਿਆ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਗੁਰਦੁਆਰਾ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਲਾਉਂਦਾ ਸੀ ਅਮਰਜੀਤ ਸਿੰਘ ਉਹਨੇ ਉੱਠ ਕੇ ਥੱਲੇ ਦੇਖਿਆ ਵੀ ਇਹਨੂੰ ਕੋਈ ਬੰਦਾ ਨਜ਼ਰ ਆਇਆ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਲੱਗਾ ਵੀ ਮੇਰਾ ਸੇਵਾਦਾਰ ਆ ਤੇ ਚੋਰ ਆ ਉਹ ਬੰਦਾ ਭੱਜ ਕੇ ਬਾਹਰ ਨਿਕਲਿਆ ਇਹਨੇ ਆਪਣੇ ਦੋ ਮੁੰਡੇ ਰੱਖੇ ਹੋਏ ਆ ਬਾਹਰਲੀ ਸਟੇਟ ਦੇ ਆਪਣੇ ਥੱਲੇ ਫਿਰ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਭੇਜਿਆ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਬੰਦਾ ਬਾਹਰੋਂ ਫੜ ਕੇ ਲੈ ਕੇ ਆਇਆ ਫਿਰ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਚੈੱਕ ਕੀਤਾ ਕੋਈ ਉੱਪਰ ਗੁਰੂ
Uh, Amarjit Singh, who is the Gurudwara caretaker, he woke up at 4 a.m. and saw a man at a distance. Uh, he wasn't sure if he was a worker or a thief. Uh, he saw him running and asked two of his workers to catch him. The Gurudwara, where the Guru Granth Sahib is kept, is on the upper floor. They locked the suspect in a room downstairs and beat him up. Amarjit later went live on Facebook and said that the suspect had come to commit sacrilege. However, on uh, investigating the case, uh, we found that the suspect was wearing a jacket of one of the workers. So that's how the two workers recognized him when he ran outside. His intention was to steal. They started to beat him up and asked everyone to gather at the Gurdwara uh, during the Facebook live session. A mob gathered at the spot. The police tried to explain the situation to everyone and maintain law and order. However, now whatever they have done, an investigation will be carried out on those charges. A murder case will be filed. Everything is on social media. So far, the investigation has found out that the Gurdwara official has also said that the suspect tampered with the Nishan Sahib or the Sikh flag, which was downstairs. We visited the Gurdwara as well and saw that nothing was disturbed. There was no sacrilege. He was just wearing the jacket of one of the workers. This seems to be the case of theft. But why did these events escalate so rapidly where instead of handing over the accused to the police, the people have taken the law in their own hands? According to Ajatya Menon, the Quinn's political editor, though there is no justification to the mob's actions. Several incidents in the past where sacrilege or attempts of it have been made may have given shape to the public psyche around this issue. Uh, there are two aspects to why uh, Bayadvi is uh, or sacrilege is such an emotive issue for the uh, Sikh community. Uh, so one is of course uh, that the Guru Granth Sahib isn't just a holy text. I mean, the Guru Granth Sahib is uh, considered uh, equal to a living guru. So attacking the Guru Granth Sahib or uh, tearing its pages or burning the Guru Granth Sahib amounts to attacking or killing a, a, a living guru. So uh, it's more than uh, just a holy book uh, for the Sikh community. So you know that's the doctrinal aspect of it. Uh, but the second aspect uh, is the fact that uh, a number of cases of sacrilege in the past have uh, have led to violence, and it is often the people from the Sikh community demanding uh, demanding justice, uh, uh, justice uh, for for uh, these acts and justice and and punishment against those who committed these acts. It's often the people who are making these demands end up on the receiving end of police violence. So in 1978, there was this uh, uh, instance in which the Nirankari uh, sect is said to have uh, committed sacrilege against uh, against the Sikh community. And uh, when the Sikh community led a non-violent march uh, towards uh, uh, where the uh, Nirankari event was being held, uh, they were fired upon by the police and by Nirankaris and 13 Sikhs were killed. Uh, then in 1986 in uh, Nakodar, in Jalandar district, um, uh, there was a, a, a act of sacrilege, and when uh, the peop- the Sikhs were trying to you know 
collect those pages of the Guru Granth Sahib that has been desecrated and you know take it to a respect uh, respect uh, a place where they, it could be uh, you know disposed of in a respectful manner. They were also fired upon, and again uh, six were killed in that instance. Then again a similar thing happened in 2015 uh, when uh, in Bargadi uh, village. Uh, uh, where again torn pages of the Guru Granth Sahib were found and uh, the, uh, the Sikh community when it demanded justice they, they were fired upon uh, and in two places people were killed at uh, at uh, Behbalkala and at Kot Kapura both in Farid Kot district. So you know it is the inaction of the government in cases of sacrilege and then uh, the, the violence against people who are demanding action that has sort of added to the grief that is associated with uh, sacrilege uh, among the Sikh community. Uh, so, you know, that is how uh, these these uh, instances have shaped the psyche of the Sikh community regarding sacrilege. Uh, so, you know, while uh, no no mob violence is is uh, is condonable, uh, but it it is because of these instances that uh, there is a lack of faith in in the police. Uh, process in the legal process as far as sacrilege cases are concerned. There's another complaint that uh, the Sikh community has is that in many of these sacrilege cases and there have been over 400 cases according to the Gurdwara Prabhandak Committee, uh, 400 cases in the past uh, six years and in many of these cases the people accused have been let off on grounds of uh, mental instability. Uh, so they say, I mean why is it that such cases happen only in gurdwaras and uh, you know these people uh, it, there, there is there is a belief that this is all part of a larger conspiracy as i stated earlier politicians across the political spectrum condemn the sacrilege acts all of them from the congress and Aadmi party to the akali dal bharatiya janata party rss and former punjab cm captain amarinder singh described the actions as quote unquote heinous or deeply hurtful but did not condemn the lynching at all. In a series of three tweets, Punjab CM Charanjit Singh Channi strongly condemned the quote-unquote most unfortunate and heinous act to attempt sacrilege of Sri Guru Granth Sahib. SAD President Sukhbir Singh Badal tweeted that the alleged sacrifice is quote-unquote shocking and that the quote-unquote heinous act is a part of a deep-rooted conspiracy that has shaken the entire Sikh qualm. SAD President Prakash Singh Badal in a video message said in Punjabi that the sacrilege action is quote-unquote unbearable. Listen in to what he said. Ardhanak, Katna, Darbar Sahib, Shri Darbar Sahib, Amar Sahib, Oya, Odete, Jinnavi Duk Pargat Karothode, E unbearable, E Honkam Sarni Sagdi, Edivadi Besti, Edivadi, or Edeja Edit Badiko Vadi Sahib. The incident at the Golden Temple is exceedingly painful and extremely condemnable. This is unbearable. This could be a big conspiracy. It is very important to unmask this conspiracy. I appeal to the central government that the central agency investigate this matter. BGP leaders in Punjab also struck the same note, condemning the sacrilege attempt but being mum on the lynching. BGP national spokesperson R.P. Singh even demanded a CBI probe into the case. And to top all the reactions, Punjab Pradesh Congress Chief Navjot Singh Sidhu at a rally on 19 December demanded public execution for those accused of sacrilege.
but commentators were quick to point out the deafening silence on the lynching incident from the political quarters. Senior journalist Arish Chhabra explains that it makes it easy for politicians to speak on emotive issues since no new promises are needed to be made and that it is unfortunately a negative feature of democracy. Uh, one of the primary features of uh, a society that is struggling to find issues really uh, that concerns actual life, um, you will see that uh, most of the arguments would revolve around religion or other such things that uh, affect their emotional lives but not exactly their day-to-day lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes it easy for everybody in the sense that uh, uh, no new promise has to be made, no new promise even has to be, uh, no no dream you need to actually show to people. Um, you are conservative in every sense, in that sense that you will just conserve what is and what possibly was. On. Mm-hmm. In that sense, uh, this is not new. And uh, uh, from CM Channi to even the smallest politician with not much at stake, even retired politicians, you will not find anybody saying anything about it uh, because uh, this is a simple, uh, you know, what do you call it? A negative feature of democracy that uh, you go along with what, is, what, the, what the public wants, even if it's horrible uh, for the public and for society as such, it is mm-hmm. used to something that will get you votes. Uh, so, so be it, they say. If the people want to kill people in this case, in this case, then that's the people's will. It's a very narrow way of looking at democracy that they seem to think uh, will get them votes. He adds that even when it comes to the aftermath of the incident, politicians are only focusing on figuring out the intent of the man, which signals that his life has now been reduced down to only his intent and nothing else. So uh, one uh, reason, uh, so to speak, that people are saying. Uh, that this man uh, who was lynched should not have been lynched. The reason they've been giving is that lynching him leads to a situation where we cannot now ask him who asked him to come and desecrate the Guru Granth Sahib or whatever he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, one thing that tells one thing that you learn from that is that uh, the life of that man has been reduced to. Uh, a reason why he should be alive or that why should he have not been killed and that reason that people give is that there is a long-running history of such incidents in Punjab that have remained unresolved uh, so they wanted to know that who's behind that and again the man's life becomes secondary primarily you want to know why are these incidents happening the issue of sacrilege taking center stage in Punjab, that to just a few months before the assembly elections, is important since it has sharply impacted the fate of politicians. The 2015 sacrilege cases created a storm in Punjab politics, where three major incidents took place between 1st June and 12th October. In the third incident, torn pages of the Guru Granth Sahib were found on the streets. And the anger from the inaction of then SAD BJP Alliance government and the death of two protesters at the hands of the police was one of the major reasons which led to the government's ouster in 2017. And most recently, the lack of action taken by the Captain Amarinder Singh administration resulted in an internal coup led by now Punjab Congress Chief Sadhu, who publicly attacked the captain on this issue, among others, for months, leading to the captain's exit from the same office and the Congress party. 
Ajitta believes that these recent incidents of sacrilege could dominate Punjab politics for the next coming weeks, especially if there are more such incidents. Given that uh, sacrilege is such an emotive issue, uh, it is going to dominate the discourse at least for the next few weeks. And uh, especially if the, there are more such incidents, then uh, then this, this thing could intensify as well. Uh, we must remember that in the 2017 uh, assembly election in Punjab, uh, the, one of the major reasons why the Shiromani Akali Dal BJP coalition lost was the 2015 sacrilege and firing case and the inaction against it and the fact that the uh, SAD was uh, seen as promoting certain uh, police officers who associated with what happened. So uh, that was a very important reason why, why this coalition lost that, uh, lost that election. Uh, then there was uh, a, 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 a bomb blast at Maud Mandi uh, just on the eve of elections. Uh, and that turned out to be the handiwork of Dera Satcha Sada people, but uh, it wasn't known at the time of polling. So the Morbandi blast also led to a, a sort of a consolidation of um, uh, Hindu minority voters uh, with uh, towards Captain Amarinder Singh's Congress at that time. Uh, so these mysterious things do happen in Punjab on the eve of elections. And, uh, and they do end up changing uh, electoral dynamics to a great extent. In the aftermath of the Golden Temple incident, the Punjab government has constituted an SIT to investigate the case and a report on the same, according to Deputy Chief Minister Nandava, will be presented by 21st December. However, the track record of such SIT probes leading to justice or any other form of conclusion has not been that great. For some context, for many years, Punjab has been at the top of the table when it comes to the number of sacrilege cases lodged with the police. According to data from the National Crime Records Bureau, the number of cases filed under Section 295 and Section 297, which deals with sacrilege, were the highest in Punjab from 2018 to 2020. According to the Akhal Takht, the highest temporal body of the Sikh community, over 400 cases of sacrilege have been registered by the police in the past 4-5 to five years. But where are these investigations now? If there have been so many cases, what has been their outcome? According to Aditya, most of these cases don't go anywhere and most of the time the accused is let go after being declared as mentally ill. See, as far as SIT probes are concerned, uh, they have a very poor track record in Punjab. SIT probes into most of the sacrilege cases haven't really yielded much. Even when the matter uh, regarding the 2015 sacrilege and police firing uh, was uh, given to the Central Bureau of Investigation, it did not uh, yield anything. And uh, uh, the Punjab police had to take back the probe but then by the time a lot of time had passed a lot of damn probably a lot of evidence was lost so it did not uh, really yield much so i mean there is a great deal of skepticism even anger uh, with this entire routine of sits and cbi probes and you know demands of, 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 of to involve all kinds of agencies because really nothing really concrete has come out of uh, all, uh, all these probes or commissions that have it is clear that with elections just a few months away, politicians are measuring their words on such a deeply emotive issue. However, their silence on lynching may be equally worrisome. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to The Big Story for episodic updates. We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website. And for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com.
Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quince website and check out our other podcasts. 